Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. I'm Lara Young, and I'm absolutely thrilled and delighted that joining me today is Nicola Semple. Nicola helps women in professional services to find happiness at work. She's also the host of the Career Confidence Podcast and the creator of the You Are Enough Coaching Cards. Now, if that's not enough in terms of what Nicola does in for her day job, she's also one of our faculty members at the Mindset Coach Academy, supporting our students in their coaching endeavours, uh, sharing observations with them, uh, really helping them to hone and develop their coaching skills. So welcome, Nicola. Hello, hello. Thank you. That was quite a welcome. <laughs> well, there you go. You've, I, look, I mean, if I had to read everything that you've ever achieved, I think it would be almost like me reading Tolstoy's War and Peace. Um, <laughs> so speaking of achievements, Nicola, you are someone who, you know, left a, a very successful corporate career to move into coaching. And your story is absolutely fascinating, and I know that our listeners will be very interested to learn how that came about. So just share with us, if you would, how you made that transition. So I would say that my journey into coaching has been a long and winding road um, that has that has gone in various directions before I got to where I am just now. I would say to begin with, I was a mentor rather than a coach. Mm -hmm. So when I initially left my corporate career, I was working with um, small business owners and solopreneurs in the startup phase of their business. Um, quite often, these were people who were running a business around their family because yeah. they had decided to, to make um, family life a priority, but they still wanted to use their skills and experience. And so I worked with them and I, I used the word mentor very deliberately because it was about sharing all the experience that I had from my corporate career with them as they were in that startup phase. And did that very successfully for four or five years, but was starting to notice that a lot of work that I was doing with people was less on the practical side of things mm. um, and more in terms of their mindset. Uh, and the mindset that they needed to develop in order to be successful in their business. And that is where I um, started to wander into more of the coaching arena. Um, and it, it was at that time that I decided that actually I needed to get the skills and the qualifications that would enable me to support my clients more successfully. Yeah. Um, and I did that, first of all, through doing a mindfulness practitioner um, qualification, then found your program um, uh, and focused deeply on mindset. And it was at that point that I would say that I was 
transitioning my business from mentoring into coaching. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we think about, I love that you have done the mindfulness work uh, beforehand, and I know that you really enjoy that, enjoy that work as well, you know, just to have people be, I guess, in that present moment, which so often we can sometimes forget about why we're here and what we're doing and and all of those things. And um, when you moved into sort of focusing on mindset, what, as you're coaching women, what do you find is, I guess, the most common thing that comes up for them in terms of their mindset? Yeah, so what is interesting, so my previous client base um, were small business owners and that's who I would approach and I would target. Um, as we get into COVID, it, it became trickier to attract those types of clients because they were distracted with other things and, and there was a lot going on. And at that point, I transitioned into corporate work and going back to support people who were just like me. Mm-hmm. But the underlying theme, the golden thread that runs through all of the clients I've worked with is this feeling of not being enough, that lack of self-belief, that lack of confidence that is stopping them from stepping into the person that they really could be and achieving the things that they have all the potential and all the capability to do. But it's the mindset piece. It's that feeling of not being enough, of not deserving it, that is holding them back. Yeah. And so if they feel they're not enough and they don't deserve it, how does that actually manifest itself in their day-to-day lives? How does it yes. show in their behaviour and, and what have you? So if I think about specifically the women I work with at the moment, mm. they are not putting themselves forward for opportunities. They are not going for the promotion. Mm-hmm. They're not speaking up in meetings because they are sitting there feeling paralysed that They might think they know the answer to something, but they're not entirely sure about it. So they're just not going to say anything at all. Um, And I I have worked with one specific person over the course of the last, it's been about six or seven months we've been working together. Mm. Um, And she came to me and said, "I, I want to be more confident. And watching her blossom and grow over the last six, seven months has been absolutely incredible because when she first started working with me, she was very much in a passive role Mm. where she would sit and wait for other people to tell her what to do. And now, six, seven months further on in the relationship, she is the one that is setting the agenda and she's actually setting the agenda and leading the coaching sessions. And I'm just there prompting and helping helping her along the way um, but she would never have done that six months ago because she she has needed that time to really shift her mindset mm. into believing that that she she can be in control she can do these things she's a hugely capable and competent woman mm. but she is now starting to believe that which is the difference to where she was before and did she come did she come to you with those specific outcomes of I want to be able to speak up in meetings. I want to be able to go for opportunities that, you know, previously I would have held back on going for. What was the, what was the ultimate outcome? If I'm going to be completely honest, I think she came to me expecting me to wave a magic wand mm-hmm. and for her to say, I'm working with somebody on my confidence. I'm Me as the coach is going to wave the magic wand and then she's going to feel more confident. Mm-hmm. And you and I both know that's not how it works. <laughs> so <laughs> she she's had to do a huge amount of work over that six month period to mm. really identify 
who she is, what she wants out of life yeah. um, and taking the actions to make that a reality. Um, all the while being mindful of the stories that she's telling herself mm. um, and making sure that she is catching herself when these stories start to crop up mm. and rewriting her story. telling herself a different version of the story so that she can feel that confidence Mm. and I think and it's interesting isn't it because I think that a lot of people think about mindset as being fluffy right as being you know positive thinking positive affirmations and things like that and it is actually that blend of the story we tell ourselves the beliefs we hold the values the behaviors that we that we engender, the habits that we have, you know, the action that we take or don't take. And it's interesting when you, you know, you say about the magic wand, that in that magic wand are actually tasks that our clients have to do. <laughs> one, one million percent. So I, one of the things I express very strongly to potential clients is the transformation is not going to happen just through the coaching sessions Mm -hmm. unless you're taking action between the coaching sessions then quite frankly you're wasting your time and you're wasting your money because I I don't have a magic wand in fact quite often what I'll say to them is I'm good but I'm not magic (laughs) Um, so you know we'll we'll have the conversation in the coaching sessions about say for example values Mm. uh, and identifying values and and being clear on what the values are for the client but they then have to go away and live their life in alignment with those values not not just having a conversation about what their values are Mm. but they then need to go out into the world and take action based on that so a a common example that might crop up is you know the individual values family and time with their family except they're then working 14 16 hour days which is completely out of alignment with their values because it means that they're not spending time with this family that they're so desperate to to see. And so it takes a shift in behaviour, a shift in the habits and the way that they are actually structuring their week, structuring their life to make sure that they get that alignment and and that they, they can then feel it's the building blocks to the, to the confidence. They they can Mm. feel like they are, they're doing what is right um, and living life the way they want to live it. Yeah, 100%. I think it's interesting, isn't it? You know, values are not just a two-dimensional list of good founding things that we think that we need to have is important in our lives. It's actually the living embodiment of those values, as you say, and creating the habit of if family's important, are we spending time with our family? If our health is important, are we, you know, going to the gym? Are we doing exercise, et cetera? And behaviour in our clients is such a key indicator of whether or not they are living their their values. Um, And I guess as well for you with your clients, you know, in order to, you know, you were listing their values and getting real clarity about what those are and helping them to have clarity too. But, you know, when your client comes to you and says, I want to be more confident, that's something else that we've got to think about, right? Well, what does that actually mean? And and how do you go about defining that with your client? Um, So I, I get them to articulate it as clearly as they possibly can mm. because, because the word confidence means different things to different people yeah. and so I you know I, I get them to actually map out well what does confidence mean to you if you were operating in your highest state of feeling confident what would that look like what would that feel like mm. um, and so that it's that old thing of 
begin with the end in mind. What, what is it that you're trying to achieve? Mm-hmm. And then we work backwards from that to make sure that they can get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the same. I mean, with your, you know, with you helping women in professional services to be happier at work or to find happiness at work, it, you know, that again is defining what happiness is for them. Happiness might be, exactly. you know, having a flexible working week. Happiness might be working on a certain project team or having a promotion or getting recognition. And so, you know, it is really our role as coaches, isn't it, to help our clients to define specifically what those things mean. And then for us to create that, those actions and help them to move towards uh, achieving that goal in a very tangible way. And I think you're, yeah. when, you're working in, yeah, when you're working in state-based things, that tangibility is absolutely key. Yeah, and what is interesting is that when I have the first initial conversation with a lot of potential clients mm. and they're kind of like, oh, do I, am I going to have to change career? Am I going to have to change job? Uh, and the answer is maybe. We, we don't know that. We, we need mm-hmm. to identify what, what that happiness means for you. But a lot of the time, it can just be about, I say can just be, uh, you and I both know it's not a, a, a minor <laughs> thing, but, but it, it can be shifting mindset about the current mm. situation and making the current situation work better for them yeah. rather than it being a wholesale career change which mm. for some people let's face it it might not be possible yeah. because they have created a lifestyle for themselves which means that they can't afford to just go off and write a novel for a year so <laughs> you know for for, for some exactly. people that, that might Mm. That might be something that happens, but for a lot of people, it's about making the best of the situation that they're in, because actually what they value greatly is the ability to be financially independent, to be able to go on holiday, you know, all all of the Mm. other things that their career provides for them. But we also want to make sure they're happy while they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all that, you know, talking about their identity and the values alignment and their beliefs, and it brings us back to that, you know, I am enoughness. When we think about change, a situation doesn't change unless we change or we change the way we view the situation. And I think helping them have that fresh perspective on something, you know, looking at things with a new way of thinking, with a whole new mindset um, can be very, very powerful. And part of that, of course, is addressing those factors that you so elegantly address which are around those feelings of not being enough and you know how do you actually step into feeling like you are enough and obviously there are some very tactical things that we do to make that happen and one of the one of the fundamental things that you've done specifically tangibly is to actually develop some you are enough coaching cards which you know, developing a product as a coach is such a valuable way of getting people to know you, getting out there, having something that people can can touch, that they can see, that they can hold up and share and use on a daily basis. So I know that a lot of people listening will be very interesting, interested in that and how you came to uh, design those those cards and and I mean they're brilliant guys <laughs> I send them as a welcome gift when people join the mindset coach certification I love them um, so yeah just tell us a little bit about that Nicola so the cards the cards were um the cards were a winter lockdown labor of love <laughs> so I I had got to a point where 
I knew the key messages that I wanted to share with I'm going to say with potential clients, but just with the world in general. Mm. Um, so I, I knew what my messaging was and I wanted to find a vehicle whereby I could share that easily with people. By sheer coincidence, the designer that I work with had just started to have this offering of creating um I, I have coaching cards, but she has affirmation cards and different things. Mm-hmm. So she she had just had this product offering. And I thought, you know what? That would be a brilliant thing to put together in that winter lockdown we had in the UK in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's something that I can do in bite-sized chunks where, where I can do the work around other commitments that I've got and actually pull together all of my messaging over the past few years. So I went back, I trolled through all of my social media posts, blog posts, podcast episodes, and looked for the recurring themes. What were the key messages that kept coming out? And then created this deck of 52 cards, which has a message or an affirmation on one side, but on the other side of it, we then get into the tactical, okay, so what are the questions you need to consider? Um, what what are the exercises that you can do to help you really reinforce that Mm. Um, and they have been hands down the best thing that I've ever created for my business and I say that I think it's really important to caveat that by saying it's not because I've made my fortune and I can go off and retire as a result of selling these cards not even remotely but the connections that it has allowed me to build have been absolutely phenomenal so Mm. people will buy the cards and then get back in touch with me and say I love this or I'm using them to do that um selling a pack of cards to an individual who was head of L&D within a law firm then led me to doing coaching within that law firm they have then referred me to another law firm and I'm about to start to do some work with them as well so you know if you follow the trail the cards that have created such incredible opportunities for me. Um, And I'm grateful for that, but I'm also grateful to have that vehicle to get my messaging out into the world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like the ultimate business card, isn't it? Because, you know, it is, it's very much you, your personality, what you stand for, as you say, like you've gone back and you've thought, what has my messaging been? And, and what is something not just in terms of creating a product for product's sake, but definitely something that is tangible, usable, and that does make a difference. You know, it's not yeah. just saying positive affirmation. It's how do you apply it in your own life so that you can develop those those feelings, those beliefs around being enough. Yeah. And what is interesting, if we reflect back in the values piece, mm. when I flick through those cards, I see my own values reflected in them. Yeah. So Recently, I, without getting into too much detail, I did something for somebody and they came back and said, why would you do that? Why, why would you make that thing happen for me? A couple of hours later, I was flicking through the cards looking for something and I was like, wait a minute. And I could actually map out in the cards. That's why I did that. Mm. And so I took photos of these messages and sent it to her. And I said, that's why I did what I did. And so for me, it feels like it feels like more than a business card. It's a real extension mm-hmm. of that. It's a representation of me and what I believe and what I want to share with people. Can you remember what those cards were, what those messages were? 
I actually can't, but I, I could probably track back through the photos. Yeah. Um, it, it was something about, you know, there's always enough for you so you can share it with others. Yes. Um, pe- people deserve to be happy and doing work that they love. Mm. Um, and actually it was because I was doing work that I love that I was able to then share with others the the benefits of that. Mm, absolutely. And I think this is it. I mean, this is one of, as you know, this is one of my big, my big mantras is around doing work that we love, not looking at our diaries and thinking, oh my goodness, I've got a call yeah. with Mary. I can't bear it. You know, like, and and part of it is having the courage and the confidence to do the work that you love, but also to have the clarity to know what is it that I want to do that I really, really um, yeah. will enjoy. And I think that's something I, that you help your clients with too, isn't it? It is. But one thing that I would say for MD listening that's struggling with that, I find that so hard to define. Mm. I, particularly when I first transitioned out of corporate, the world was my oyster. There were so many things I could do, so many possibilities, so many opportunities, which was amazing. But at the same time, it then made it really difficult to then narrow down what was I actually going to do. Mm. And because I enjoyed so many things, I could have gone down one of probably 20 different paths. And it, it would all have been great. But I had to pick one and mm. pick one and try it out. And, and that's what I would encourage people to do. Pick a path. And that's what I talk to my clients about. Pick a path. See how it goes. If it works out great if it doesn't you can change yeah and you've always got that choice and it doesn't have to be forever right exactly you can do something and you can evolve it and you can you know you can really transform anything into anything that you desire but part of it is actually trying things on right you don't know if you like a certain type of food unless you taste it and it's the same yeah. with yeah. doing those things that you think you might enjoy Um, And it's having the courage to make the decision, mm. but most importantly, to then take the action to support Mm. the decision, because without action, nothing happens, nothing changes. We we can talk about mindset until we're blue in the face, but we need mindset coupled with action. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, that's that's something that... um, you know, I'm very, very passionate about is that combination of wanting something, desiring something and having the, and intending to do something about it, choosing to do it and acting on it, you know, to really move that forward. Um, You know, if you, if you, if you want something, if you just write your goals, that's not actually (laughs) going to, going to become a reality without the action. I have a 21-year-old niece that actually is a bit of an Instagram influencer and mm. she talks all the time about hashtag manifestation. And mm. I, I look at it and I'm like, sweetheart, that's great. But once you once you write down that thing that you want, you've got to then take the action. Mm. Otherwise, it ain't going to happen. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, and that's, that's so important for all of us to remember. Mm. Absolutely. And I think I, I did an episode last season around manifesting um, in and coaching and the alignment between, you know, those things and, and bring it into tangible reality uh, and the importance of showing willing by taking action. Very powerful. So I know that a lot of people will be very interested in 
the production of those coaching cards, the You Are Enough coaching cards. So yeah. you went back through and, you, and you, you've created a product that is a very unique um, business card, more than a business card, as we've said. Um, so were there, were there practical steps that you would recommend that people take if they're wanting to do something similar? I would start with what you've got because in all likelihood you have way more content than you ever believed that you had or imagined that you had and so I would sit down and I would do an audit of that to begin with Mm. the way my designer worked it was all very straightforward she set up a Trello board there were 52 um, cards on the board all I had to do was populate that with the content but what I had to do prior to that was sit down do an audit of my content, look at what the general themes were and make sure that they were accurately reflected in the content that I was producing and also making sure that it was balanced. Mm. So I, I have... Um, I have cards which are about work, which were about family, which are about um, just life in general. And so I didn't want it to be too heavily weighted in one direction or the other. So again, I just had to do a bit of a sense check to make sure that there was a nice even balance there. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, that is wonderful. And I'm going to ask you one final question, Nicola. And um, it is about mindset, which will be no surprise <laughs> um, to you as a certified mindset coach and as a member of our faculty here at the Mindset Coach Academy. How has your own mindset helped you when it's come to navigating this winding, eclectic portfolio pathway that's led you to where you are today? So the big shift for me, I would say, was just before joining the Mindset Coach Academy and that was around that understanding of the power of presence and being Mm. present and being in the moment so I would say up until that point in time I was always busy 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 like I I was the person that was multitasking doing 45,000 things at the same time doing it very successfully but probably kind of crash landing into the weekend and going oh my god what just happened Um, when I learned to take some space to pause to be fully present in what I was doing whether that was in my work or my family life that's when things started to shift for me Mm. and it it was doing that that then opened up my eyes to the power of mindset work which is where I then engaged with the Mindset Coach Academy. And as we often see with the Mindset Coach Academy, it's two for the price of one because it was my opportunity to spend time working on my mindset Mm. so that I could then help and support others and learn the tools that would allow me to help and support others to do the same for them. Yeah, brilliant. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always, chatting with you, Nicola. Just remind people, if you would, how people can get in touch with you and also how they can purchase your You Are Enough coaching cards. Sure. So my website is nicolasemple.com and to access the cards, it's just nicolasemple.com forward slash cards. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Um, So if you just search for Nicola Semple, I will pop up. Um, I do have a presence on Facebook and Instagram. I haven't updated it in more than a year because this was me setting a very clear boundary where I had been spending huge amounts of time on social media. And actually what I was finding was my clients were coming from LinkedIn. So that is where I decided to focus my activity. 
productivity. So I would strongly urge you to connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, I post there pretty much every day and I respond to messages there reasonably quickly. Brilliant. Thank you, Nicola. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure that everyone will be looking at looking you up on LinkedIn and you post excellent content there as well. So they'll find you there. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Lara. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. This week's adventure for the 52 Adventures to Change Your Life is to do one thing that you've been putting off each day. So have you ever heard of the saying, don't put off until tomorrow what you can do today? Well, this week, we're going to start revving it up a notch by starting to move out of procrastination and into action. Each day for the next seven days, you're going to complete a task, an action, do something, anything that you've been putting off doing. So let me give you some examples just to give you a bit of a an insight into the sort of things that you can be doing. So sorting out your finances, spring cleaning uh, your food cupboards, doing your fridge, paying a bill, maybe phoning a friend you've been meaning to catch up with, enrolling in a course, starting a journal, getting your car serviced, going to the dentist, getting your eyes checked, weeding the garden, sorting out your wardrobe, deleting old files or emails from your computer. I had the tech guy come today and he said my download folder is the reason why I've got slow memory on my computer. So I've got a big task ahead doing that myself, uh, downloading all the um downloading and deleting all the downloads, sorry, that I've got in my computer. The next is changing your diet. You may want to start an exercise plan. The list is potentially endless. Now, whatever you've been put off, been putting off doing, you're going to do it this week. And I want you to complete one task every single day. Now, you can join us, of course, in our Facebook community, uh, the Mindset Coach Collective on Facebook. And Please do remember to write down what you've done to complete the adventure and what you learnt by doing the adventure, what you'll stop, start and continue in doing the the adventure and also what you are most proud of this week in doing those things that perhaps you've been putting off for a while. Please do let me know how you get on. I really look forward to hearing from you. And remember, do, do subscribe to the podcast and please leave a comment. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.